0: So apparently hundreds, hundreds of young trans people are looking for help to return to their original sex. Wow. And I I realize that most people probably hear that and say, well, that's not really news. We, we know that that's been happening. But I, I, I think it's important to pay attention to this particular story just because I think that it points to some of the issues that is uh, happening in the transgender community and the LGBT community as well. Um, because this is something that doesn't get talked about in my opinion, as much as it should be talked about. Most definitely. And this is from sky news. And, um, there's a woman who transitioned to a man at the age of 28. And, uh, her name is now Charlie Evans. So she identified as a male for about 10 years before okay. deciding that she wanted to detransition, essentially. So basically um, what she, what were you going to say?
1: Uh, what's what's detran- detransitioning? What is that?
0: Well, I think most of us know what detransitioning is. That's when, you know, um, a transgender has changed their sex and they want to change it back. To what it was originally. Yeah,
1: that sounds very difficult to do.
0: Yes, because oftentimes the damage has already been done, which we'll get to in even this article. So what she told Sky News was that there are a number of young people, and I want you to pay attention to the young people part, the age group that she's referring to, that is seeking to... um, it says the number of young people seeking gender transition is at an all-time high. Oh. But we hear very little, if anything, about those who oh, may man. come to regret their decision. I wonder why. So I want you to pay attention to the trend here, okay, particularly with how the left likes to promote, okay? The left loves to promote transgenders. They love to promote um, you know, the LGBT community, they love to promote abortion. We get it. But one of the things that gets me, okay, about this is that this, this is where you don't see the left anywhere.
1: No. Nowhere to be found.
0: Nowhere to be found when it comes to, I might have made a mistake And now I want to figure out how I can get back on track with my life and who I am and the decision that I made. And then they're abandoned. This is one of the aspects of what is happening to transgenders that breaks my heart the most. Because these are people that are realizing, some of them, I don't speak for all of them, but there are many of them that are realizing after they've had the surgery that I thought this was going to change the way that I felt about myself. I thought that I was going to feel like a man inside. I thought that I was going to feel like a woman inside. And the bottom line is, is that I believe it totally proves that regardless of what you think you're supposed to be, you can change everything on your body. You can change what's going on inside of your body and it is not going to change your DNA. It's not going to change the DNA that you've been given by God. But this is what breaks my heart because we see the exact same thing in abortion.
1: Oh, wow.
0: There are tons of women. Now, Planned Parenthood is not going to talk about this. They're not going to talk about the mental health of the women that go in and get these abortions and come out and their lives never the same. They're not going to talk about women that have actually committed suicide after getting an abortion because why? Well, that's not that's not, that's not good PR, Right that's not good PR for us, you know? So these kind of people are abandoned. They're left in the lurch. They're left to figure out their own problems and they're left in a incredibly a very, a mental dilemma is what they're left in. And they're left in that by themselves. I read a report a few years ago that talked about the percentage, I need to find this story, but it talked about the high percentage of suicides and depression that is in the transgender community. Another thing that they're not talking about is how many of these people, they are living so unfulfilled, even though they've paid thousands of dollars to have surgery, they have shifted their entire lives, some of them hoping to find love, some of them hoping to find their identity, and then it doesn't happen, and they are left. Some of them can't even detransition because they can't afford it. Some of them can't even detransition because they're like, I'm too old. I'm too old to change anything. But these are young people that are looking to be able to detransition, and they're just being left in the lurch. And so this is interesting. I want you to hear this. This is one of the, the statements that she made. I'm in communication with 19, 19, and 20 year olds who have had full gender reassignment surgery. Wow. Who wish they hadn't, and their dysphoria hasn't been relieved. They don't feel better for it. This was her words. This is a person that spent almost a decade as a transgender. I think some of the common characteristics are that they tend to be around their mid twenties. They're mostly female and mostly same-sex, attractive, attracted, and often autistic as well.
1: I just I didn't expect that part.
0: I did not expect that. I I, I, I think we need to pay attention to that.
1: Yeah, that definitely needs some paying attention. Because
0: to. this is coming from again, again, you guys, this is coming from a woman that lived as a man for a decade and detransitioned. transitioned. If anybody's going to have something truthful to say about the, about the people that they're corresponding with yeah. in the transgender community, it's going to be a transgender it's going to be someone that lived it it's going to be someone that experienced it and she's literally saying i've got 19 20 year olds talking to me about this and they're living re- in regret but i was not expecting for her to say they're uh, uh, they're often autistic as well that is a that is that that is a whole other yeah. That is a whole other dynamic in the transgender community that I wasn't even aware of.
1: Yeah, I wasn't even aware of that either.
0: She didn't touch on much more of it in the article. I have a feeling she probably did in the interview. But she, it wasn't placed in the article. I, but I did
1: know. I heard something a few months ago about the drag queen um, autistic kids, the Down Syndrome kids that were, they were, yes. they were letting do the drag queen thing. Yes. And I remember that, but... You know, I thought that was kind of strange that we try to sexualize people with Down syndrome. But
0: yeah, I just you know, I don't just know. So I don't much
1: depravity, and the thing I is, don't get it? If you know, this is from the UK, right? That's what this, is is this from. from the UK? I think it is Sky News. Yeah. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. So I these transitions, these transitions, were, were transitions were paid for with their tax dollars. Exactly. So they get to just say, "Hey, I feel." like a woman or I feel like a man. Yeah. And they go to these counseling sessions and all that, and then they pay for them to get their sex reassignment.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Something else that she said, and I think this is also key. She said that she felt shunned by the LGBT community for being a traitor. So I felt I had to do something. So again, there's the abandonment. Yeah, there's the individual you have to here Here's the thing. You have to be somehow connecting to the individual that you are originally to detransition. Mm-hmm. You're not going to just detransition because, oh, this is uncomfortable. You're going to detransition because something isn't something isn't being fulfilled that you thought was going to be fulfilled. And, it, and it's not. So there they are left with that dilemma And the very community that is supposed to be, you know, helping you because, you know, that's, 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 you're part of, you're part of the LGBT, right? They're being abandoned because they decided that maybe this wasn't for them, which I find sad. I find that sad. And so this person is actually launching a charity called the Detransition Advocacy Network. Oh, they're probably going to shut that down. And they're going to actually be meeting in Manchester. So I'm going to leave you with one of the things that uh, that that she that she said. Um, I didn't think any change was going to be enough in the end, and I thought it was better to work on changing how I felt about myself than changing my body. Wow! And 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 just an FYI, I know this is from Sky News. I know this is coming from the UK, but this is also happening in the United States. How do I know? I can tell you. I've watched at. I can't tell you how many YouTube videos, where there are transgenders that are getting on, getting on video, and they're detransitioning, and they're being honest about it. I watched one young man that just broke my heart. Young kid, probably not more than twenty-two years old, and he talked about how he's, you know, he he was, you know, he was he wanted to be a woman. He was doing the, you know. Uh, the transition. He didn't have the gender reassignment surgery yet, but he was taking the hormones. Okay. Okay. So his body changed a little bit, you know, lost all of his hair, things like that helped to uh, kind of hide the Adam's apple and, you know, all the things that hormones can do. But what started happening was that he started, he he really started to look at what those things were doing to him. Mm -hmm. He questioned the safety of it. He started questioning I Am I really filling my body with poison because technically I'm a man? And he actually changed his mind and decided that he just wanted to be homosexual. Now, I'm not saying that I agree with homosexuality. What I'm saying is, is that nobody is paying attention to the fact that there is an outcry from the transgender community that is saying, we don't know who we are. So I think it's important to know that once you know, they're uh, and oftentimes their bodies are mutilated. It can't always be reversed. And I think it's important because this is about their future. And if ever a person is wanting to change their mind, where does that leave them? It can really leave them just in a place of loss. And so I bring attention to this because I think it's important that not only do is our hope for people that are transgender to find their identity, their true identity where they are not left in depression or dealing with suicide, but they're not left abandoned to deal with this kind of thing on their own. And I call out the left for that. I call you out because you don't actually, you're not tolerant of people who want to change their mind. You're not tolerant of people who decide that maybe this isn't for them. You leave them in the lurch and they're left there to deal with their own their own state of mind about where they're at with it. And so anywho, this was a really good story. I really liked talking about it. We're going to be bringing more about this as well, but we've got to go for now. So you guys take care.